Namaste and Grand Rising, my sunflower patch. I'm your host, Red Let's Go, and this is Red Let's Grow Podcast. Uh, uh, first off, I want to thank all my loyal listeners for continuously being patient, and I want to welcome my new listeners to the show. Hello, how are you? Uh, I hope everything is going great with you, and thank you to the person who shared this podcast with you, if they shared it with you. But uh, today's episode is going to be interesting. It is a sit-down interview with one of my close friends on, or close business friend on TikTok, also known as Jamima Victor. And we sit down and we talk about her progressions as an author and as a Black creative, also for inspiring for Black History Month. And also, I want to wish all my melanin people out there a happy Black History Month, even though Black History Month is every year. And yeah, I'm not going to continue on with the intro because this is already a long episode. So thank y'all for 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 being patient with me. All right, guys, we're going to jump into the episode. Without further ado, guys, this is Red Let's Grow Podcast. Skull gave you the inside scoop. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Ready Let's Go, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, a little about her. Uh, she is an author, an up-and-coming author, and I'm excited for her new book that's going to be released but i'm gonna let her like like present herself set the scene for y'all because she she good with that and i i i'm not there yet so i'm getting to that point (laughs) being able to set up the scene so uh today we have jemima victor hi everybody So, uh, I was going to do some... Icebreaker, uh, since uh, you're coming on the show, I wanted to do some icebreaker questions because I had some questions for you. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just feel free. uh, If you want to introduce yourself first, of course, like, uh, tell us a little bit more about you, where you come from and um, what inspires you and just kind of give us a little detail about Jamima. Okay, sure. So my name is Jamima. I am the author of The Hidden Script. So it is a story about four friends who go on an adventure to reign as kings and queens in a new land. And so they get there and they think that they made it because it's like, oh, okay, you just have to come and you're going to be a king. And then they get there and they find out, okay, we're not automatically kings. What are we doing here? <laughs> That's kind of like what it is. And the whole series follows um, their journey as they try to establish themselves in this new world. And you see their ups, their downs. You learn about other characters that are in the show. You learn about the land. Um, and it's super exciting. I think I love it. Um, and I think I love it. I do love it a lot. I was going to say, I think if you wanted to like have comparisons, it has like an all black cast, like Black Panther. It has mm-hmm. like 
um, you know, slang and like the dialogue is very much trying to mimic natural speech. So you'll see things like people will say like, how are you going to do me like that? Or like, you different, <laughs> different. Oh, you different. Oh, you different. Are you built different? <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, if I would say it in real life, then I say it in the book, you know what I'm saying? Or like if somebody, if it mimics natural speech, then that's kind of how it goes. Mm. And um, yeah, it's going to come out this uh, spring slash summer. Hey, so, I'm excited yeah. for that yeah the projected date is around from like may june or july so it all depends on like how much printing goes but i'm excited it's, it's going really really well hey that's what's up uh, you're gonna love it though when you see the cover i'm ready for it i'm ready for it like the long nights that we stood up like while you were working on the book and i was working on business stuff i like Oh, I guess we should give a little background on how we met each other. Yeah, let's do uh, that. Okay, so uh, we need a little bit more of those working nights because I have like a lot to work on still. Hey, it, it's always revision. It's getting this all established was all like I was like, oh god, let me let me figure out how to get all this stuff together. I'm still at that point of like I need to come up with another collection, and I feel like. I had downloads last night of just being like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need this. And I was like, whoa, one thing at a time. I was like, I know progression is keen. I'll do it, but I'm like, let me figure out resources. And some resources have like presented themselves and I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you for working. Cause I'm like, uh, because I would have been forgetting and been like, where's where's this stuff? Where can I access this information again? And then I was looking at your uh, your uh, the file that you uh, were doing for uh, the small business TikTok, and I was like, yes. And I was like looking through it, and I was like, okay, this I definitely need to print because I was going to try to print it out, but I didn't even like my currently my printer is having an issue with like setting itself up especially with like the wi-fi uh oh, that's tough. yeah so that's hard. once I'm, you get it's good yeah i'm trying to get that situated and i had to go through that and getting my like late whenever i was sending out your order for uh royal rebirth i was like man i had to i had to get like the uh what was it the the label for the uh the shipping label I had to like hook it. I had to print it from what was it? I had to plug it up to my computer, but like your invoice, I think that's what it was. The invoice, I was trying to print that out so I can put it inside the order. And I was just like, man, this like. Okay. Okay. Basically, spoiler, but with Roscoe. So we love Sco. Okay. Also, another thing too, whenever I'm on live, like everybody's so hyped when Sco comes through. Literally, there's like, um, okay, Aaron, he's on Don't our live. Don't believe that, y'all. He was like, Sco, I love you, Sco. Everyone, he's like, he was like about to leave. And he's like, oh my gosh, Sco is here. I don't have to sleep anymore. Sco is here. I'm not sleeping. I'm staying on this live because Sco is here. Literally, like all my friends get all the love. And so oh <laughs> him, Matt, we all, and then I remember one time everyone was here except for you and they're like spamming, uh, sending the live to you. And you're like, get on here. Where's Sco? Where's Sco? So. Oh no, my God. Not to everybody listening, they love Sco. And then to Shay, she felt some type of way every time I came in. And she was like, I didn't get a greeting like that. I'm like, <laughs> I uh, 
And it was like, Roscoe! It was like, up. Oh. Like, oh. So at some point, like, I'll have my volume cranked up and it just like be real quiet because you'll be focused on something. And then so you like, Roscoe! I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, I don't hear myself. So I don't really know. Like, and I do sound like that. but then even like when we started discord she's like oh my god guys uh like you can tell the tone of aggression (laughs) and when she wants you to join the 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 hidden script discord server she's like she also has a discord server so um she has uh are you having like beta tester readers yet or yeah so um i had people sign up i have like Mm -hmm. six Cool. So we're gonna make a small uh, Facebook group so that way they can leave their feedback there. Hey. Um, yeah, I didn't know. Like normally the standard is like three. Someone was like, I don't do more than two or three, and I was like, mm. I already said a lot of people can do it. So mm-hmm. I guess the more the merrier. But definitely, uh, if you want to subscribe to our newsletter and everything to know about the progression of the book or even potential being a beta reader, then I'll leave the website in the description and i will also leave her discord server in the description as well mm-hmm. but yes these questions that i have yeah, for you let's do the icebreaker let's do the icebreaker yay okay so uh one question that i have uh what are your top uh yeah what are your f- top favorite books oh my gosh one their eyes were watching god um by zora neale hurston i love that book i can read that book all the time um my second favorite book um yeah some of these some of these questions may require you to think but it's okay like I can't remember the last time I actually finished like a whole book I'm currently on uh Scorpion House so so it just sounds really cool and hey it's kind of weird because it's like a like a sci-fi book a little bit and yeah. it's like my girlfriend's mom's books so yeah. it was like caught my eye and I was like oh I'm gonna start reading this because like little do you know there's like a bookshelf like back there Ooh. and it's it's just like a whole bunch of stuff but kind of want to start getting into like Greek mythology books as well because I kind of like those oh I think it might like record it my brother reads them it's like um young adult uh fantasy and he does a lot of things based on greek mythology roman mythology and he recently had a series come out based on like i think norse mythology oh and you said it was what norse mythology like um oh like vikings and stuff like that okay yeah so i think you might like it our brother loves it uh i haven't gotten a chance to get into it but he did the percy jackson and the olympian Hey, I'm going to put you on. You need to do African mythology book. Like if you, the next book or next creation that you come out, if nobody created, I give you full, like that can be our collaboration on something. On a Wait, project. what type of mythology though? Are you talking about like children of blood and bone? Like where in Africa? Because I know oh, I mean, just like hot right now. Mm, just anywhere. I mean, even if you, or even, because they have like, I don't think they have like an, a, egyptian mythology or i don't well, know there's a comic black sands entertainment has an indie comic about True. but that's not yeah. a book though it's not See, a book so but i'm gonna need you to have like your top wish book list and just kind of like just like books that you feel like i would be interested just put me on don't be afraid to put me on to those yeah. books 
because I'll be I'll be more than happy to just be like, yeah, we we got this, we got this. Yeah, because I think um, when you said African, the first thing that came to mind was Children of Blood and Bone. I read the first one last year and I ordered the second one. I haven't actually. Mm-hmm. I got the first one from the library and the second one I ordered off Amazon and I still haven't like read it. I need to see. But I need my- to find I need to find these books because I I need more creative outlooks or inspiration for hopefully a graphic novel because Ooh. And I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna have you like critique it because I know you 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 know the tone that you want to set for your book. And I'm just like <laughs> excited for your book. But let me um, let me stop interrupting your No, your I like three. This, I'm sorry, organic. I'm sorry. Organic. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, I can't use my printer. This this like slows down my process of how I process orders. So it was like one of those misfortunate uh delays of in the way and I was like man I'm just now get moving getting adjusted and now it's another bump in the road and I don't know I guess I kind of live for the bumps in the roads because those make me appreciate yeah I was gonna say don't let that like get you down too much someone was telling me that like if you're not having like mistakes or like issues that means you're not doing anything so exactly that's I was gonna say some I had ordered a package and they put the uh the packing slip on the label like just left the sticker on the back I don't know if that's a thing but I was kind of shook I was like I know what this is because you know I, I, I just got my labels too mm-hmm. I was like oh also the UPS thing works the thing that they had on TikTok floating around for like the it, I just did it and I, it came in the mail I was like okay what where you I know the... I have to do a TikTok saying that it's actually real it's actually real wait the where you got like the scale instead no no the um i didn't do the scale one i just did the label themselves with blank labels from Mm -hmm. ups the four by six blank labels like the roll and then like the case of blank labels okay well hey i mean i still paid for my uh which one is it the my label printer it 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 still works i'm i'm happy about it oh the printer yeah i paid for the printer just not the paper oh see yeah that's the only thing i gotta do is get paper and I'm trying to figure out because I've seen through somebody's TikTok about uh, I think it was natural. What is it? Neutral is something neutral. I forget. Let me. I gotta actually made neutral. I think yes, him. Mm-hmm. His he was talking about where he got his uh, frost bags and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, I'm totally gonna get these. I'm definitely like gonna put in an order for those. probably put it out like put off the like making the orders that I was doing Mm -hmm. like the joggers and stuff like that until then but currently I have like printful uh doing my stuff so and that's where the uh where you got your uh windbreaker jacket from so I was like I had to go through them but it was because I was like it's going to be a whole different thing when I'm transitioning from being like from one state and already having like uh supplies on demand but then I had to go through a company and like figure out how I build it back up it's like a regeneration process or a rebirth if you if you may like royal rebirth exactly always always going through a rebirth cycle I like that (laughs) very cool um 
second favorite book oh I don't know I really like actually it's um it's different but I feel like a book that stayed with me you know and back to is 1984 by George Orwell mm-hmm. um that's very much dystopian and um it ends off kind of bleak like there's really <laughs> no happy ending for the people but I think some of the things he just like talks about is um even like they have like these different classes and there's like a lower class and then there's like an elite class and this it's kind of like kind of I guess a little bit like the matrix like he's he's like he's he wants to like rebel against this constant surveillance oh so just basically like not conforming to like society rules but still like being what is it it's like somebody who's not good but somebody who's not bad they're like they're like the happy medium probably i think it's just because their society has a lot of rules like you, you have to like do exercise at a certain time like everyone's tv automatically turns on at this hour and you have to do stretches and there's someone watching you like you know how there's like a camera mm-hmm. <laughs> on our laptop so imagine like the same thing on your tv and if you're not doing the exercises they'll be like josh why aren't you doing the exercises you have to stretch at 45 degree angle oh Go my god that angle. just sounds like oppression like yeah it's just such... cookie cutter uh, yeah yeah so it's never I don't really know if it's like good or bad mm-hmm. um in terms of like that type of morals because it's mostly about I mean I, I have I read it last year but I feel like it's um I think it's just more about him wanting to be an individual I think that's the there's a lot of themes though that's what I like about it there's like big themes and sub themes um mm-hmm. but I think that one stayed with me and another book that I read that I actually was my favorite was um I would say recent reads, not like all-time favorite other uh, I was watching God, but I feel like I haven't been reading that much fiction um, to be able to say that. I feel like I've read a lot of nonfiction and like self-development. Um, I can do top three for those, but I think for the recent fiction, the one that stayed with me was um, The Water Dancer by um, Ta Nessie Coates. Mm-hmm. And it's about this um, slave person named Hiram who has um an ability to remember and so he teams up with Harriet Tubman and so it was like really it was like I here's the thing I like it because of the descriptions and like the fact that I could imagine everything that he was talking about Mm. I am kind of like over (laughs) slave movies and stuff and books about slavery um but at the time it was just really well written and has really good vocabulary I felt like um I could imagine it I also like Roots for that reason too um Roots is tough to read though but it's really I feel like the movie is I never watched the movie but I heard the movie is traumatic see I never I've probably never seen Django Mm -hmm. and yeah I've, I've never seen I've seen like I think I've seen like tidbits of Roots and I was just like yeah this is too much for the psyche to handle for the moment like oh like, my gosh i like, felt so i was so Listen. plus i shouldn't go into a movie and feel oppressed or feel like man this is how society like nobody wants the angry black person like dwelling on the past but then like we also want to educate like the people who are constantly trying to keep that oppression over us like 
I'm so over educating people. Like you can't tell me, you can find the latest hashtags, you go to school, you have an advanced degree and you want me to educate you. Mm-hmm. And you so want me to educate you on why you shouldn't touch my hair or like culture appropriate my my ancestors and they are why not we have to assume that you're very capable just take keep that same energy just keep that same energy That's exactly it. you're already capable you're a newscaster you can speak on tv and read at the same time exactly like, I can't. Bruh, you know what i'm like, saying like it's not it doesn't take that much it doesn't take that much and as long as people keep thinking that it'll be hard exactly so. but then want to continue to be like oh we're your allies we're your allies but yeah being an ally is not like i heard this in uh i speak what is his name i speak um he always does like he's like buckle up on uh on tiktok he's like he's he does a whole bunch of speaking i forget what is his name it's like see okay guys this may be the first episode, but I'm gonna come back with a lot of like research and I'm gonna make sure I do my researches before. Cause I was like, I didn't think I was gonna go into this. Okay, his name is I Speak 1906. Uh-huh. And he was basically in his live stream and he was talking about how some people like to be allies, but uh, they talk about ally fatigue of like being tired of like telling people especially if they're an ally about just like black problems and just like trying to educate other people. And like, if you're an ally, you shouldn't like clock in, like it's a nine to five and be trying to just be like, Oh, well, once I'm offline, I don't have to like talk about this stuff anymore, but no, like behind the scenes, like you're like, it counts the most in public. It's just for sure. Exactly. Like people who go to like those protests and just be like wanting to take pictures just to take pictures just to say they've been there. And I'm like, uh, you're kind of being problematic right now. Like you're just kind of here just because it's like an internet type deal that like you know you're gonna be posted up on the news or but I mean people who actually like genuinely go out there because they're like fighting for that stuff, like eventually one of these days I'll get to that point. To just be like, you know what, this is what I believe in. I'm about to start doing this. And I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to be all on social media. Like, this is this. Of course, if you're like, okay, come out, support. And you're like giving this instead of like, oh, let me just record, take a couple pictures and then put it on the ground. That way, you know, I've been there. Like, act, you're not actually living in the moment. You're, you're living it through social media and just kind of trying to get that yeah. boost in your social media following to yeah when activism became a trend right but yeah uh wait did did we get the last book too yeah or... it was that's how we got on the tangent it yeah was, we... um it was uh the eyes were watching god 1984 and mm-hmm. then the water dancer the last oh. two just like recent reads that like stuck with me mm-hmm. i don't know if i can call them all-time faves i feel like i just need to read more so i can find my all-time faves. but hey it'd be like yeah. that okay like that. so next question is what is your favorite season Ooh, ooh, that's a hard one um 
I have something. We got to up the ante. We got to up the ante. I know. We got to melt the ice. I know because there's ice outside right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm from Boston, guys. So it's actually snowing out. And we experience all four seasons. Sometimes we experience all four seasons in a week. Um, I remember one year, it was like October. It was like fall one day. It got super hot. um, And then it snowed on Halloween. You know, like, it, it's it, the weather is really up and down so it was a it was a white halloween instead of a black halloween <laughs> hmm. interesting i think that was like two or three years ago yeah it snowed on halloween Dang. um yeah that's, that's very so, interesting i have so never had it like in my lifetime have it snow during like halloween or something like that yeah yeah but so, oklahoma oklahoma's weather is crazy it'd be sunny one moment storm in the next Oh, we have in a tornado. Oh yeah, you have tornadoes. Yeah, and then like every very once in a while, there will probably be an earthquake or something like that. I remember there will be earthquakes, and I'm like, Oklahoma normally doesn't get earthquakes for for earthquake to actually shake in Oklahoma. Like oh, you, man. you start you're like God. <laughs> is, is is this the time for me to leave or like yeah, I, don't, I don't know that's scary exactly. but you're like you're out west though there's more earthquakes where you are now exactly yeah. oh, and they're worse you have fires too like wildfires yeah. well out here mm, it's not necessarily any trees to actually like catch fire it's mostly oh. like cacti and stuff like that but around california that's where the trees somewhat be and that exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but yes um i would say fall would have to be my favorite season just because it's a combination of like warm and cold yeah and i i feel like i dress better in fall than it would be in summer just because most of the time you're like at the pool or at the beach or somewhere like okay let me go here then that was before like pre-covid before covid was a thing so yeah i miss swimming spring oh that's be nice too i feel like it's gonna be so exciting when like everything opens up again i'm so excited exactly man yes to everything Oh, what you a time. random cafe in the middle of nowhere? Yes. I need I haven't even had boba in a while. I need to get some boba. Nothing? I you haven't. Near you? I mean, there's yeah. one that I normally go to, but I had went to this new one yeah. uh, that my girlfriend had found and it wasn't like it looked good on the outside, but like actually it wasn't mm-hmm. my favorite. I would still go to Boba Bliss and that's just my bliss right there so i'm like eh, i ain't i ain't about to switch up or i'm not about to drive like 20 30 minutes to go get some boba i was like i'm good oh it's half hour from you mm-hmm. it's like that or i think like 20 minutes probably okay. okay but i'm still getting adjusted to everything out here because normally oh, in texas bad. i'm like okay it's right around the corner and or it's like not even right around the corner it's like where my school was and my school was like a five to ten minute drive mm-hmm. 
from my apartment so I was just like okay but now it's like okay this is like 10 minutes down the street I actually got to get on the street and go and stuff like that I could take a back way and then be at the boba spot and be like yeah I'm here and got it place my order I can dip and that's it <laughs> well maybe you can make a day trip out of it and just see the things in town around it so you're not just like driving out there you know spending all using all your gas True. and then leaving you know mm-hmm. that can be like your self-care Sunday a day trip to town true very very true and then you can do you don't even have to spend all day just spend like maybe like an hour hour and a half and then come back yeah because yeah. introverted me be like I gotta do some business type stuff I gotta do something like I'm like outside be cool sometimes but I I find peace with being inside majority of the time <laughs> i feel like with me i like hanging out but sometimes like i'm not getting anything done i'll be like okay we're not i've like i've come to love like working like hangouts you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying if you're like with someone you have your laptop they have their laptop and you're just chilling having coffee but you're both getting things done it's like social and productive see i i miss those days where i would be in school and like like some of my classmates and stuff we would go to like walk to starbucks and be able to just like sit there work on stuff or get our coffee go back to school and like sit in the animation room and be able to just be like okay you know what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and, oh running out of time we removed 40 minute time oh okay love it thank you for removing the limit the time yeah. on it uh <laughs> okay. um but yeah, it was just fun times like that. Yeah. Um, next question. The next question is, what is or what is on your top or your what is your must top five watch like shows? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know why my mind automatically went to anime. I actually hey, don't. Anime is good yeah. here. Like, um. Because I haven't really watched that many shows. I feel like if you had to come to shows, it'd be something mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to think, what do I watch that's not animated? Like, what are some shows with real people? Oh my gosh, Well-Intended Love. It's this Korean drama. That Well-Intended Love? What? Yes. It's so good. It's so good. It's okay, like I'm definitely going to have to watch this. And the only K-drama that I watch is on Netflix. It's Oh, I would I, I canceled my Netflix subscription. I would go back on Netflix to watch season two of that because oh it's, so, it's so good. Oh geez. Okay, let me it's gotta, so dramatic and it's like it's so good. It's basically like um what is it like? It's basically like this girl, um, she had to get a surgery and she ended up I think she ended up I don't really find the details but because the things when my sister started watching it I just jumped in episode three or five or something mm-hmm. but they're like hour-long episodes so a lot happens so if you just miss an episode it's like you miss everything oh. and so basically um she ended up being in like this marriage with this guy without really liking him but I guess because of the health benefits because she had like this disease but there's like a spoiler and then like there's like all these different things and he was like super mean but then he became nice then he became mean again and then it's just like I know I know oh, but it's, it's wow. good though it's it's just I think it's very sweet it's it, but it's still dramatic um 
it's not like um I don't want to say explicit I mean explicit is one way to describe it but it's not like heavy you know like how sometimes with dramas it's all about like let me spend the next hour torturing this person mm. and you're gonna see us like literally abusing this person on screen you know like it's none of that but it still gets that like I want to know what happens next kind of feeling so it's trauma free mm-hmm. um I feel like entertainment and I like it okay hey yeah. I mean some people like that I mean I'm like I definitely just got through watching a film and it was with Zendaya it's called Malcolm and Marie and it's on Netflix and I'm not going to give you too much details because if you do like bring your subscription back from Netflix, it's it's on my top must watch list because it kind of made me inspired to be like a film director or just even like helping with like storytelling and just kind of like because it's black and white. It's in black and white. So you pay attention to all the details and like yeah. the context of the actual film and you're like, OK, and about time the end of it, you're just like man i just went through an emotional roller coaster with watching this so it's okay i should warn it it is somewhat triggering i guess for uh people who go through like domestic violence or not necessarily verbal domestic violence kind of it's like uh verbal domestic violence or something like that okay that's still kind of a lot though yeah, it's rated R, but I mean, okay. but hey. Listen, I refuse to watch Game of Thrones. I heard about it. I'm like, it's basically blood, violence, and destruction, and little plot. And I was like, why? Why did they adapt more from the book? The book apparently was like awesome. True. Hmm. See, somebody just let me Game of Thrones, uh, like DVD collection. So I was gonna start watching it just to see the hype because I wasn't gonna watch it because I was like, eh everybody's hyping it up and i'm like this is kind of like a trend and i'm not gonna hop on this trend because sorry it's not for me it's not for me i heard it's very memeable like the winter is coming and like all those memes they get from it so it has oh, very, yeah. like social media value i just think like i heard somebody's description of it and i was just kind of like horrified hearing it and i was like listen any interest i had in the show is out the window i'll read the book I'll read the book. So mm. I bought the book and it's on my bookshelf. It's on my to be read list. Oh, geez. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, it'd it be like that sometimes. Like sometimes yeah. the actual tangible book be more interesting than because it allows your imagination to like develop rather than seeing it portrayed on screen. Like, of course, if you're into visuals and stuff like that maybe you'll gravitate towards it but like books if you're like trying to give your mind like a mental break from like looking at screens and stuff like that it's always good to have books especially whenever it's like graphic novels or uh, anime books and stuff like that it's just like you know what I I actually appreciate this because I know more within this than when it's on tv because y'all condense it down to 30 minutes and then some parts are like different you don't get to see the art that somebody actually sat there and did traditional art to get it inside the book so 
Yeah, and some of the depth and like emotion, like the things they choose to leave out sometimes makes all the difference, you know? Exactly. I think the thing with like Game of Thrones, I mean, also don't quote me because I'm just literally quoting someone else, but it was so off-putting. I was like, I don't want this. It's basically like the carnage, blood and violence and like all the like, like the like flashy negative thing, not negative. It depends on, well, it's a deal breaker for me, but like, it's just like all of that stuff minus the depth, Mm. you know? Cause they don't have like the time to like develop and like well also you only have an hour you know what i'm saying and you have all this like stuff to film and you have like all these people to pay and you have it's like a lot editing and post-production alone is like so much in so, any in any form of art like production so, and like editing is a lot of work like, and then travel to get to the scene so they had a lot to work with mm. i think um this is something I was actually thinking about the other day too. Like when you are trying to create something and you see all the behind the scenes, like mess and like problems and like things that come up, like it makes you more appreciative of people who are able to create anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of like, it takes a lot to, I mean, unless you're like one of those people who just billionaire rich and never had to try and just, you know, I speak and it happens, you know, right. those people have it made, but for everyone else, <laughs> it takes work for and real, it's like real. step backs. And it's like, even just getting to the point of getting an episode is an emotional roller coaster. And so when you get it, you're like, Oh, we did it. Okay. But we have the next one. So it's always like, Oh my gosh, the next one and the next one and the next right. one. Right. So, yeah. Someone's described like trying to become successful as like trying to do 100 push-ups in a row non-stop and then once you make it there you have to plank and just hold it as long as possible i know it sounds gruesome right but it's like that's what success is you can't hey. just be successful once you have to like hold it and maintain it and True. you're really tired from everything it took to get there and i was like wow to a certain point it it does get that intense because i remember like uh just like going through acting and movement in school that uh our teacher would be very like intense about teaching us about like how like actors and like how working with actors with egos and just like people like saying that we should leave our egos at the door especially as animators like making it seem like oh well I don't need anybody or like acting so close-minded that you can't like take critique or can't take like constructive feedback from people to even like progress yourself like don't go in with a closed mind thinking that you know everything because eventually somebody's going to teach you something that you need to know and be able to grasp onto. So, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Forget about the TikTok because they don't care about me and they be talking about, oh, well, we're, we're supporting Black voices and stuff like that. I was like, how do you have, like, support Black voices, but you shadow ban me every chance you get for even trying to promote my business from me trying to promote other social medias? And, yeah, and then you get new creators who are like, oh, yeah, like, they'll put this front on social media of just being like, oh, yeah, I'm an activist, this, 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 but, or you got, like, white people trying to speak for us and then be problematic and then do some type of blackface stuff and you're just like you you just kind of want puppets you want somebody to 
if it goes against your community guidelines and it's getting a point across, you're you're gonna try to silence us. You're basically the man at this point. Man. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Deal with those problems, but that sounds tough. But hey, I like it for the creative people that get on there and being able to get inspired because, hey, we would have never met each other if we... I know. Are we supposed to go on that backstory? Let's, let's, like, um, let's let them know. Yes. Okay. So um, the way me and Jamie met, we were in uh, another entrepreneur on TikTok. Uh, her name is Tashay. And she is the owner of a Christian clothing brand boutique. And it is called Bond and Seek. So little plug, little help black businesses on the podcast. So A, go yeah. check it out. I'll try to leave her. I'll leave her information in the podcast description and in the YouTube description as well. So, but uh, we were both uh, into Shay's live. And we, uh, I think we were, what were we doing? I think I forget what's what the subject was, but we were just in the live stream and we were just kind of chatting it up, getting advice about like small businesses, up and coming small businesses. And with me trying to relaunch my clothing brand, I was trying to get some more like feedback because I know things have changed and the way people do social media and like people on social media make make it seem like running a business be like pie but they don't show you all the behind the scenes struggles the nights that you want to pull out your hair type deals and it was kind of like at one of those moments of just like pulling out hair and just it was, it, it was very tragic but I had met Jameen and I what what led the conversation I think it was no I think it was drawing I think we just connected on drawing because back then I had been drawing really actively mm-hmm. on my thing that's what it was I, I was in your started. live well no that was afterwards we talked about drawing on her live and then mm-hmm. we followed each other mm-hmm. and then you went on my live mm-hmm. and that's when you were uh drawing Cinnabar yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, from that point on we were just like hey like just mutuals uh, mutual black entrepreneurs basically Mm -hmm. trying to network with each other and it went from her sketching on live to me being like hey we should um we should basically like network and like work on uh stuff i was like you know what somebody needs to create like a a small business discord so we can all (laughs) just sit up there put information and stuff like that and before you know it, I ended up making a Discord server for small business TikTok. And we would just spend like nights of like, like her screenplay writing of like fixing her book and me like getting ready for my launch date and just kind of bouncing ideas off of each other and getting feedback from each other and just being like, hey, does this work? Does this work? And hey, it's just... And I was like, you know what? I gotta get I gotta get this black author on my podcast before she becomes famous and forgets <laughs> about me. So that way y'all I would know. not. First of all, you didn't even talk about the fact that you and Danielle literally were like the goat and were with me for my eight hour live. <laughs> we were up from like one night until like 6 a.m. the next day. Just trying to, I had tried to book a, a whole photo shoot in less than 10 days. I had you did it though. You did online. it though. It I happened. know. 
but the lesson was don't don't like bite off more than you can chew i had said on live i was like yeah i'm gonna launch my website on november 17th and it was like less- i was going through a mental meltdown of just being like oh i'm gonna have to push back my de- uh startup launch because i'm gonna have to push back to next year like started the new year in january and i'm like yeah i've been telling people like, oh yeah it's gonna be ready in november but like people know things take time especially if you want it to be to a certain standard and not just be like oh i just released anything and it's just thrown together here you go here's this here's this and like and uh, cost effective i ended up paying express shipping on everything everything express shipping every single thing and and speaking of shipping i'm thinking about i'm doing more research on a pirate ship for sending stuff because uh that's what uh made neutral was using for his shipping stuff and i was like okay let me let me test out this because normally i've been using like postal service but apparently they can even come pick up the packages for you apparently through pirate ship and i was like hmm okay and pirate ship gives you a discount on the post office so if you're already using them you don't have to pay full full price okay well yeah i'm looking into them too i want i offered free shipping so this is not sponsored by pirate ship but hey if you want to sponsor me pirate ship gone ahead (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. We're going to manifest it. Leave your email so they can contact you. There we go. There we go. It's so important. I feel like anybody who's an artist or anybody who's like doing things and you want people to like talk to you, make it easier for people to talk to you. I had been. So, yeah, now I got more questions for you. Ooh, yeah, go ahead. I did I did this all before. I was like, okay, this works. The Like, when we had to pre-schedule the uh, whole deal, I was like, okay, you know what? I had these questions. They're going to be ready. I'm not going to sit here and fiddle my thumbs and be like, um, um, what do I say? Like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, productive. So good. So good. So uh, this is going to be all writing based and just kind of, okay. so this is going to be more in your element. So we're get the the mind of the author and just kind of be able to go off that. So um, when did your love for writing start? My love for, well, okay. So I technically owe it, not really. So I I feel like writing kind of came naturally i always like to journal you know what mm. i'm saying and just like, i i terrible i'm terrible at like keeping journaling. like i can journal but like constant reminder to like do it every day mm. it's more like i do like check-ins and i'm like okay i'll write at one point and then come back and then be like okay here's like a life update here's what i've been going oh. through and then it's kind of interesting to go back and be like okay this is what my mindset was at this point this is what my mind says this and I try to make it like when I journal I ask my question or or like make it to where I'm like asking myself how are you feeling like how are you feeling in the moment and at one point it could just feel like I'm just like pouring myself out on the paper or typing it out it's like me pouring myself out and then it's also like okay well this is also your higher self checking in with you to let you know like stay motivated Make sure that you're doing what you said you're going to set out to do. Don't procrastinate on this or just kind of like hidden gems that I can fall back on and just be like, oh, keep on pushing and know that everything works out. And I'm like, okay, I like this. I like this way, but I want to be able to be more involved into my journaling where it almost becomes like a story and just be like, oh, this is very interesting. 
yeah that'll be good for you in your graphic novel too yeah the gems you get from journaling you can just throw, throw them in there and these are gems from jameem's <laughs> i was gonna say a book you might like is called some lines a day it's mm-hmm. like a five-year journal and you said it's called which one some lines a day mm-hmm. it's by lechum um or lecher 1917 it's like that brand you know like people who love to bullet journal it's like that bougie brand mm-hmm. but they have like a five-year notebook and it has like the date on the top so like for example today's february 9th and it would mm-hmm. have like five slots and it's just enough for you to write a little bit or if you write small you can write a lot but it'll be a good like check-in um and then you can look back on it so like if it's like three years from now and you're writing for this entry you can just look back and be like oh my gosh on this day last year i felt like that on this day two years ago i felt like that see and also an app of the day is notion because i oh been, that's what i put these notes on i put it on notion i put like my journals on notion and just like put my calendar so I could be like okay these are post dates and this is when I'm going to post podcasts and this is it, it can you send me a template for the calendar I just yeah. got into notion mm-hmm. I love notion notion is like amazing like I I can see why everybody's talking about some oh yeah I'm definitely going to be using notion for school and uh yeah so when they get their IPO invest they're going places they're literally like Pinterest Google Docs and Notes app combined exactly so if y'all if y'all ain't doing y'all's education right then (laughs) it's good for note-taking everything like I like their spreadsheets that's what I've been using to keep track of just like because I've been looking at illustrators so this mm -hmm. is a big spoiler um but you know I feel like we gotta show some love for Roscoe um and so we gotta get I'm, we gotta get the 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 food. details here yeah. so when it the blossoms news. and it's on the podcast like and you out there doing your thing they know they know they knew the details from coming yeah. here exactly <laughs> ain't nobody else gonna give it to you <laughs> we're dancing <laughs> <laughs> listen um so um, i would, kept track of like a heavy one like um so I would like, go on Instagram and like look at people's different art styles and I would like screenshot it and put it on Notion I would put like their contact information and some people like had no email no website it's just a DM and it's kind of hard because like if you're not friends with them like mm-hmm. if they don't follow you back there you just end up being like in that other folder mm-hmm. and so um I feel like if you make it easy for people to contact you, it'll be easy for you to get opportunities. Like the person who I'm like, the people who I'm like working with or like wanting to work with, they're like prompts. It was easy to find them. They either had like a website in their description and then a contact me page or like a way to contact them, like a bio, you know? So things like that, little things like that. You don't even have to like make a whole website. Just put an email in your Instagram bio, you know, something like that. Mm. Um, but Notion was so great for keeping track of all that. Like, when did I last talk to them? Who did I message? When did I message? And I'll just change the status as I went. Mm. So that's what I've been using it so far for the tables. But I want to get into calendars. I do. I want to plan things out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, what was another question? Um, We're talking about writing. I'm also editing my book on Notion, actually. Hey, keep track. See. Yeah, it, it really does help you it like does. it's like you can slide things around I don't know if you could like share your screen that's the thing like I feel like 
all my other like um things are less like piecemeal Mm -hmm. so I have like bits of writing here bits of writing there and all these different documents but like I feel like compiling it Mm -hmm. for compiling it and sorting it out in order and then you can export it to another document for editing or sending it to an editor but yeah this is this is like what I'm using and stuff like that I don't know if you can see it on the screen but I had like shared the screen yeah the six dots you can drag that's what's so helpful for me right now exactly but like this is like what my calendar looks like this is me attempting to huh it's so good it looks just like my phone calendar (laughs) interactive uh kind of like you can put like click on a date uh add like website links so you know where you were actually getting your source or your stuff like that and it helps you be able to just be like, oh yeah, this is when I was planning on posting today. So oh, I, I could like be like, oh, schedule posting Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that. Yeah. So this is so nice. But um what else? Um and next question, uh, what can we expect through oh well, what can we expect as readers in your next project? Okay. We know you um, we know you're working currently on this, but if you don't have any like up and coming projects, you don't have to tell us or if you want to keep it cafe and then come back and then give us the details, you can you can do that. You can do that. Um does it have to be in terms of writing or just in general projects? Uh it, just in general, like Okay. I would say probably in general, the next project, I feel like I have like big projects, medium projects and smaller projects. The big, big project is this book and mm-hmm. getting together. Um, I guess the next upcoming projects would be a podcast. I'm launching the Hidden Script podcast. I'm so excited. I have to actually prep <laughs> my first episode. I had an idea and then um, I got another idea. But I, I that's what I'm working on the next project, like the immediate next project. I gotta work on it. Hey. Um, and then after that, it would probably be the next collection of hoodies and merch. It came in skull, the samples. Oh, it's so good. yes. If you're still on after this, I'll have to show you. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So skull. It made me feel like I could be a designer. <laughs> hey, you can be. Like, ain't no, ain't no ends to this. And it's so soft. It's so. But yeah, that's that's the next two things. And then after that, it's just this book, and then the next book, and then the book after that. You know. Hey. So I think I'll always have a book in like the horizon as long mm-hmm. as the series is not over yet. So that'll just be like my default big project. Hey. You get it how you live it. You get it. No, I was saying that lemonade uh song with Rihanna that everybody was singing. That's that's where I got that from. I like (laughs) miss actually being a consumer on TikTok and just watching people do stuff, you know. That's what I've been doing is enjoying and consuming, but not trying to consume too much because sometimes you get to a point where it's just like negativity on there, and I'm like, let me. But uh, luckily, I'm not on like the supremacist TikTok or just I'm like in chill, uh, spiritual side of TikTok or astrology. I'm definitely in astrology TikTok. You're not on huh? art anymore. You're not on art TikTok. Uh, yeah. In some cases, like sometimes people will post and stuff like that. But I mean, like some of the black creators that I follow, I do get a lot of anime 
weebs and stuff like that who like share stuff and i'm like okay but sometimes i go like i switch from my for you page to my following page that way i can actually look at other people's stuff instead of being like because sometimes some people's uh notifications or their uh posts don't come on my for you page until i click on following and i'm like okay let me let me go back to the people i actually care about like i mean i care about the for you people because they're like new creatives but let me focus on my people that i've known on this app so they don't think i'm like just a ghost just floating here and sometimes it's like that though i actually feel you i feel like the algorithm um what's helped me avoid being on like the toxic side of it is don't even interact like yo don't comment don't like don't share mm-hmm. um just swipe up or just swipe up and mm-hmm. just or do the like if you double tap you can say not interested um oh yeah i've seen that tricky because sometimes like the favorites button is right above it so i've been known to accidentally favorite. oh uh, see yeah i'm a press and hold and then i like wait and be like, okay that's one and then yeah but swiping up just like don't even interact and then it'll just not because if you interact at all they don't care if it's good or bad they just want people doing something on that hmm. hey and I think our last question of the podcast is where do you see your book and yourself in five years? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, honestly, in five years, I want to have the book majority done or um, at least the major like pivotal moments of the series. Or and even then- if you're like manifesting like things that you want to manifest within that five that five years. Like your book's already done and like you already published it. Like where where do you see yourself five years? Like do you want to make like animations? Do you want to or not necessarily like make animations, but like make it go from like a book to actual animated series or because I could literally see that as a Netflix series and like a I'd be excited to be like Netflix let me let me work on this project I know the I know the author (laughs) I do want it to be an animated series um I feel like I want to start working on that in the first five years um I mean five years from now at least have that in the works god willing Mm. I know um I feel like in five years I see myself having at least if I, if I can get a book out every year minimum that'd mm-hmm. be great if I go hard and get like the thing is all it's hard because I'm doing like writing stuff and business stuff at the same time so if I could like get to a point where I can let go and like hire people to do business stuff even little things like bookkeeping or like answering emails or like you know doing like social media or like all those other little things that eat up your time mm-hmm. um because even if i'm not doing them just stressing about them takes away from me being able to yeah because like, it's like you definitely have to plan that out and just kind of oh my gosh and there's so many things that go into it that i didn't know like right now i'm working on internal layout and figuring out like margins what type of paper who's gonna print it what type of printer are you gonna go to and just learning like okay i have to do cmyk not mm-hmm. rgb yeah because yeah, R- yeah, rgb is television and cymb is like for newsprint and yeah, yeah. that goes yeah. in with graphic design stuff that i have to 
like uh even like some of the paper when they like cardstock oh what about uh like newsprint and stuff like that especially yeah. whenever you're like drawing and stuff like that as an artist you go from like different papers and you're just like I, I just I just want paper I just I just oh. want to draw on paper <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it even just calculating the margins and like how are you gonna have the header and footer just thinking about those things I'm like wow there's a lot that goes into a book you don't realize I just thought the biggest issue was buying the ISBN and registering with the Library of Congress but there's like a lot more hmm. I'm like okay and then finding manufacturers who are gonna actually print it and ship it do I want to do international do I want to do domestic all these things so like there are people whose job is to only do that in publishing like houses you know what i'm saying like Jeez. yeah and just negotiating and like talking to people and then i have to think about tiktoks i just so it's, i feel like um the more that i can let go of and like delegate mm -hmm. um the more i can be able to focus on just the creation part of it and then i think once we because even me like it gets to a point where i'm like trying to find out a system that works so like i have like those windbreakers that i haven't posted on like instagram or anything but i could be like oh go to that but it's like just finding a system that like just archiving some stuff and then just like once you get like a whole bunch of stuff you can just post it within that week and be like you know what this week's going to be a posting week okay this week i'm gonna be paying attention to like marketing and how i advertise or making content because making content is the way people want you to be and then get like the views or the outlook that you're like trying to it it kind of it deteriorates you a little bit it's like man you're putting all this energy into making your content like work for you you're trying to like focus on this but you're also trying to focus on this but i'm also trying to think i got this uh way of thinking from uh watching grownish that's one of my one of my obsessions is grownish but uh the dude was like yeah i used to want to like have all these topics and like bounce around from like certain subjects so nothing got overlooked but he was saying like uh work backwards like think of your solution and like or think of your solution but also think about what what are your what's your focus where you're trying to get and like what's your end goal to get to so it's like you think of that first and then you think of like the process of how to get to that so it's like backwards backwards okay. thinking but you get your same result so it was like okay so when it came for like me thinking about rebranding the podcast or not necessarily rebranding but refocusing yeah. and revisioning is like kind of getting to a point where it's like main focus is like mental health and art and animation and like entertainment and as well as uh like just the arts in general like because everybody has their own form of art whether that be like content creating or just like traditional drawing and like podcasting just different medians of and different forms of art so it's just like me taking that time to refocus and recreate what I want it to be and that way it has more of a cohesive 
like movement whenever you like see the visuals when you see Mm -hmm. it on YouTube and how everything kind of works together to like harmonize whether it's from like my business or podcast and it's like okay these merge together because they're like he talks about it on his podcast we see the podcast okay let's go to his Instagram okay we see this is inspired by this and it just all kind of goes in its own little cycle Oh, if you're thinking entertainment, I just, I went to the grocery store today and in the magazine section or even by checkout, um, entertainment magazine dropped a collector's edition and it was talking about um, 100 years of black cinema and film. And so it was talking, yeah, I flipped through it. It was so good. I don't buy magazines like that. Okay, Ross. Okay, I, I used to have GQ magazines, but I'm I'm definitely going to have to have that. I think that issue is just for this month because it's Black History Month. But mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. I just flipped through it. It was like Denzel Washington and like all these other people who are like stars. And like, I think he even had something on Sydney Poitier. I'm not sure. But the cover was very enticing. Mm-hmm. and the and just flip through it the pictures and like the things that they're going through from like beginning beginning to like spider-man into the spider-verse because mm-hmm. it has miles morales you know um i don't know what the inside is like but from my cover and just i guarantee you they probably have like a digital version out there somewhere that's true too so you can so. get that so hey but hey shout out to all my melanin people happy black history month yeah, we forgot to kind of start off but hey yes like i get to a point where like i'm still i feel like i can't like part of me wants to be able to share like black history on my platform that i have but i'm like i don't fully know everything so i don't want to speak and not know my actual facts but i know most people like spend the day to actually like get this facts and then educate but i'm like you know what i kind of like enjoy absorbing this like as a sponge and just being like okay this is very interesting like i found out i think even though people have said this i think I've, a while ago or even on proud family they were saying that uh the black man who created uh the potato chip and i like did a little bit of research i was like oh because it happened to where uh somebody was like my girlfriend's parents was like oh i want some potato chips and got potato chips like, hey it is the first of black history month and a black man created it so hey might as well might as well enjoy this oh it's so. exciting that's something you can share you can celebrate and you can do like repost or mm-hmm. like your take on something so um you don't always have to do the research i mean that sounds really bad, but you don't always have to start from scratch. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. That's what I meant to say. True. Like it's a common, like you can Google that the guy did make the potato chips. So you can just make a TikTok. Yeah. I, I imagined I was gonna do it. I probably might do this. Do you know this girl named Elsa? Um, she's like, I wanted to see you, but oh pandemic. And yeah. she's on chips. Chips yes. were invented by a black guy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. Barofaro. Or even doing like uh, coffee talk segments and like incorporating those into my TikTok videos because I used to have like segments on my podcast or like yeah. just on my Snapchat story, like before I was, I guess, even like fully emerged in TikTok universe, I would just be on Snapchat and just 
all my snap viewers who would I would read this daily devotion that was like Jesus is calling and I would just like take picture of the day and be like if it resonate with you and then uh I'd like screenshot it if it resonate with you people will uh screenshot it and then all of a sudden like I'm like okay well you know what I need to uh start bring that like back bring that back the people who go tiktok viral just by reading their bible hey, on TikTok. true and then it was just like it would have go into like deep conversations or just like conversations that like almost like a mental health check-in so like and some people's like i didn't even realize i needed that until i seen it and so it just kind of made me feel good and i'm sorry my my friend is calling me on <laughs> but i'm like oh also i'm getting a new phone and i'm happy about this but my parents are like switching carriers and so they're like oh yeah well we're switching carriers so uh you're gonna have to send your phone in i'm like oh okay so i'm supposed to be expecting no i can't keep it it's like yeah i gotta trade you can have a business phone and a personal phone that's my goal to have two phones that way i can have like a standard business like receiving voicemail you know sometimes like people call me i'm just like I don't pick up numbers. I don't know. I don't know why I have my number exactly. as my business contact. It should not, but I need a phone number and I'm not putting my house phone. So <laughs> I'm so dead. I'm so dead. <laughs> but hold on. Take I gotta take a picture. It's this to my friend. So you know, because he was calling me on Snapchat. I'm like, uh yeah, I'm gonna interview real quick. So if you want to send me a link of it and I'll put it in the description, or I can just get your your links for you, whichever you want to. Maybe just text me and i'll do it okay or even if you put it in a uh, discord and i just copy paste it like that and okay. just compile it and then add my bio and stuff like that to the podcast episode because saving an audio and a video so i'm, I'm happy about this hey oh, i'm so excited we're gonna have a youtube for the hidden script and it's gonna be where the podcast episodes go so hey da-da. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. But hey, if you ever need a guest on the podcast, just let me know and I'm I'm down. I'm down. But uh I have to figure out how to get it set up. I'm not actually the hey, one doing I'll I'll help. Hey, just let me know. Just let me know. I'm down to help. Black creatives, we gotta help each other. Like if we don't help each other, who's gonna help us in the long run like we gotta sustain and keep building these and not just be like oh we not one it's one-sided type deal yeah so mutual benefit what is it mutually i don't know like mutual stability i think it's like mutually beneficial i feel like just like a, a better word for it just like a, like um i don't know mutual foundation i'm not sure I think we'll just stick with mutually beneficial arrangement. I don't know. We'll see. But something that's like, you know, both sides win. We both win. Nobody's losing, you know? Hey, well, that's it for today's episode of Ready, Let's Grow podcast. Again, this is Jamima Victor, author of Hidden Script. Hi. And, hey, I'm Ready, Let's Go. And like we say here on Ready, Let's Grow, Self-care is not selfish. Peace out, (laughs) y'all. Bye. (laughs) Bye.